All right, let's talk about aliens. And why would you be a chameleon? I love them. Those <laughs> eyes, man. Those eyes. <clears throat> you know what I really think? I think goats are awesome because of their I mean, eyes. Uh, I do like goat's eyes, too. Yeah, yeah, I know a lot of people are creeped yeah. out by goat's eyes, but... Yeah, they're, they're, they're mysterious because they're alien-looking. I think they're adorable. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, in a cute way. Baby goats are the best. I can't wait to have baby goats. Hopefully I know. very soon. But anyways, we're live. <laughs> so, uh, welcome back. Uh, it's me, Huntley. I'm with uh, Andy and David again. Um... How are you two doing? Man, the world is shit. That's how I'm doing. <laughs> I'm feeling uh, the same. Yeah, the, the world the, the the world sucks. Uh, we're all reclusive. Hence why mm -hmm. we're talking about aliens uh, at late at night. <laughs> yeah. That's a good from the comfort of our own homes. From the comfort of our own homes. Mm -hmm. uh, streaming it live for anybody that's willing to listen. So, uh, this week we actually have somewhat of a format. Uh, we'll try not to go off the rails too much. No guarantees. Without, hopefully no gremlins. No with no, no fucking interdimensional gremlins uh, disconnecting Andy. And, uh, have you guys ever heard about the UFO crash in Chihuahua, Mexico? No. No. I have Please not. Tell me. Okay. Tell so Would you like to know more? Yeah, uh, yes. But I I want to know more after I read the story Starship. and yeah. Uh but <laughs> But uh, this happened in 1974 and it was around 10 o'clock at night and US Air Defense detected an unknown object that was traveling at 2500 miles an hour. And it was five hundred. Yeah. yeah. Speed yeah. of sound is what well, Mach one is seven hundred. Yeah, right? yeah, but I'm going to go like in. Mach four. Yeah, oh, Mach four. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, this was around 150 miles south of Corpus Christi, over the Gulf of Mexico. Now, like 2,000, like the official number that I see is 2,530 miles per hour. And the fastest fighter jets of the time was the XB Valkyrie American, and it topped out at 2,050 miles per hour. And the Man. Russian aircraft, uh, the MIG-25, topped out at 2,170 miles per hour. So, wow, or 300 and something... 50-something, whatever, yeah. to make up for it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And the only jet that was around at the time that could have done that was the YF-12 from Lockheed. But it only topped out at uh, 2,275 miles. And this is the other interesting thing about it, was it was never mass-produced because of Vietnam costs. So by 1974, that was not even that was not even on the table. So there's not really many jets, that, like documented jets, that went that speed. And now, its altitude was at 75,000 feet. 
Uh, your average civilian aircraft only travels at 36,000 feet. And around the initial observation, the object started to slow down to less than 2,000 miles per hour, and it began to descend into Mexican airspace. So most of the operators at the time just thought it was a fucking meteor. They were just like, oh, it's a meteor. And like, not, just nonchalantly meteor crashing into Mexico. And you know, they're only our neighbors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the, but the object disappeared completely. And an hour, like around in the same hour that this happened, a civilian aircraft also came down in the same area of that object, of the unknown, unknown object. And the civilian aircraft had been traveling from El Paso, Texas, into Mexico. So there was no way that it would have even been on the same flight path of this object that was over the Gulf of Mexico. Okay. So, basically, early in the morning after the civilian aircraft crashed, uh, Mexican authorities sent out a search for the missing craft... And around 10.30ish, a report came over radio that the wreckage of the civilian plane had been found. But around the same time, another report of a disc-like object in one piece and only slightly damaged appeared. So, we have an unknown object and a civilian aircraft. Unfortunately, I can't find the civilian aircraft, what model it was. But regardless, if they are flying and they collide, you would think there would be some damage. From what I'm understanding, this civilian aircraft was fucked. Like, destroyed. (laughs) But the object, the disc object, was only slightly damaged. And it was only about uh, 15 uh, diameters and only about five feet high. So it's not a it's not a big object. It's not a big object at all that collided into this. So my what was the, what was um, the size again? Uh, what was the size? Again? The object it was uh, about five feet high and about fifteen feet wide. Hmm. Yeah. Right. No, no speculation. <laughs> no, like uh, specifications for. The civilian aircraft that came down. Yeah. So that makes me kind of think uh, that it's uh, some sort of metal that we don't have here. It's a frisbee. It's God's frisbee. It's just God's frisbee just going around. He's just like, oops, my. Sorry, Mexico. Sorry, I brought down a civilian aircraft just uh, playing fetch with my dog. What would God's dog be named? Pluto. Pluto. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yes. Sorry. <laughs> I know it was worth it. <laughs> but uh, right around that time when the disc object got discovered, Mexico is just like, oh shit, something's off here. We don't know what this is. So all radio, uh, all radio transmissions just go fucking dead, just silent. Uh, and then, but, but before this, American intelligence agencies, most likely the CIA, intercepted the transmissions before they went dead. And they started to put together a recovery team of three Huey helicopters and a sea stallion chopper. Have you ever seen a, a sea stallion chopper? 
Are they the the one with the um <clears throat> like two propeller or mm -hmm. two uh yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Like Chinook. Like Chinook. Yeah, they can. Uh, the, the, let's just say they're big and can carry uh, a big load. Oh yeah, this is pretty huge. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> pretty huge. <laughs> wow. Oh, big load. A big load. It's ca it's carried a big load. Big big. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> uh, now, like, here's my thing is how would the CIA piece together three Huey helicopters and a helicopter that size on the whim like that? How would they do that so fast unless they were already prepared? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because yeah. heaven forbid like we try to mobilize anything in this country without it taking at least a day. So that yeah. makes me think that this is already... Like I have, I have theories that we'll I'll talk about after, but mm -hmm. it was already assembled. Now, yeah, hmm, tip off. Yeah, tip off. That's what I'm thinking, or that they just have units everywhere at the drop of a dime, ready to go investigate this. Um, maybe. maybe. So logistically, that seems very difficult. <laughs> yeah, logistically, but if they know more than we know, yeah. who knows? Now yeah. they have to, of course, ask Mexico. They're, they do the polite thing. They ask the Mexico government, "Hey, this uh, this object that we were tracking crashed in uh, your territory. Can we come in?" And Mexico was just like, "Nah, dude. You know, <laughs> we're not going to let the CIA and helicopters come in." Um. How, but, how far over the border was this? This was uh, in Chihuahua, so it's a little further in, inland Mexico. I, it's uh, probably, I believe it would be. Now, like, I, I did this because I wanted to know. But from uh, El Paso to, to where the craft landed is about a five-hour car ride. So helicopters could get in there pretty quickly. Yeah, I was just curious because it just seems odd the CIA would even bother asking if they just would yeah. send unmarked. Yeah, I think I think do yeah. it. It's not that big of a of an object, so just yeah, go just go in there. Um, yeah. Which makes me think, which you know shows that it's deeper in. It'd be hard to get those Hueys in there and that steep, yeah. that big ass helicopter in there too, um, and having to go at least a couple hours in. Without people just being, without Mexico just being like, what the fuck is this? Um, yeah. yeah. So they say no. They're like, no, you can't come in. But that didn't stop the Americans from still assembling a recovery team in what I'm saying, El Paso, Texas. Fort Bliss is uh, where this team was supposedly assembled. And that's why I did the uh, Google search of like the distance and how long it would take to get there. Now, gotcha. they're sitting there, and they're just like, okay, Mexico's not going to let us in. So they send a couple of reconnaissance flights that report, uh, that report debris from both crash sites, crash sites, and it's currently being loaded on a flatbed truck with a convoy. So Mexico's already on it. They're, getting, they're loading it up and putting it on the truck, and, they, and the Americans are like, okay. So, but there's, uh, 
they see it starting to head towards the south, but they want to keep track of it. So the truck's moving probably further south, closer to the capital of Mexico or wherever their bunkers are. And we keep on tracking them. And then they get a couple, like, hours later, they get another flight, like another recon flight going in there that reports that the rec- that the convoy and the flatbed truck have completely quit moving. They're in the middle of the desert and not moving. Oh, shit. Yeah. <clears throat> I've seen this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. I know this trope. I know where we're going. Yeah. Where all the bad shit happens. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Black goo. In the black goo. The fucking the, the fucking the fucking moon jizz. Moon jizz. Moon jizz. Shut the fuck up about moon men. <laughs> but. All right. Here we go. They. You know, they're like, okay, that's fucking fishy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course. It just stops them that's moving. Unusual. That's unusual. This, this, is, this is odd. Yeah. This convoy we're tracking with an alien object? Yeah. Stop moving. It stopped moving. <laughs> so, they send another flight in there. And they start to realize something is uh, off. Because there's no radio transmissionings happening in the area whatsoever. So, you know, they're American. Just nuke it. Just, yeah, just, they, just, just nuke it. Just send in a Hellfire missile. Just burn it, kill it with fire. Yeah, just take it down. I've seen the thing. I've You've seen, seen the, the thing. thing. I know how this fucking thing works. Yeah. And don't... Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. I ain't fucking with this. Crazy, some, some crazy Akira-like bio-organic technoid hive mind. Yeah. God. Just kill just kill it all. Yeah, just kill it if all. If I saw that coming towards me, I would, like, probably off myself before it got to me. <laughs> and the, mm-hmm. and they can just blame it on some, like, resistance group, because that's what the government Yeah, that's does. what they always do. They're just like, it's yeah. a Central American resistance group. <laughs> that's how yeah. the CIA works. Yeah, that's how the CIA works, people. Alright, there we go. <laughs> or, it I was mean, a creeper cell. It was, was, like, ready... Yeah, you know, already planted in the area, ready to like cover mm-hmm. that that propaganda angle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay, continue. All right. See how dark this goes. <laughs> so they sent another recon flight in there, and it comes back and flying at a lower altitude, so they can actually get decent pictures. But it comes back that the recover uh, that the recovery team. It basically forced the rec- American recovery team their hand, forced their hand, because they were sitting there just being like, "Mexico told us no. Should we? Should we not? We don't want to start a conflict." But just a bunch of bureaucrats just yeah, bringing their hands. Yeah. But when the flight comes back with like images, they show that the truck is at a complete halt, and the doors are open, and there's two bodies lying near the truck. Just two bodies. Yeah. So they're just like, oh shit, this is serious. This is serious. We need to get out there. We need to do it. Were they at least intact? 
the bodies from, from what i understood yes from what i understood okay. the bodies were intact it was right. yeah. that's like a little bit better yeah okay yeah now i i have theories about this too that i'll talk about uh yeah i got i'm gonna write notes down as i as we go yeah i think yeah of, of my yeah so they basically the americans of course go in and when they get there they see that all that there's more than just two bodies the entire like the convoy everybody that's driving vehicles is now dead but they're only in their vehicles who is this that got there oh, wow. the americans the americans get there and they see the convoy and they see like the mexican uh, the mexican uh mexican people that are driving this flatbread truck and other army vehicles for the convoy are now dead in their vehicles they're dead in their vehicles so basically what happens this is just basically the wrap up and then we can start uh talking theories about what we think happened and being us we grab the debris put it on the big sea stallion helicopter and haul it off now what do you think the americans do to the convoy Oh, they probably like blow it up. Exactly. So they clear, they cleaned it, as they said. And that was explosives that was bombing the civilian aircraft debris because they don't give a fuck about the civilian aircraft. They're, they're there for the unknown object. And all the cars, vehicles with the bodies in them. So, last we know of this object is that there's rumors that it was taken to Atlanta. There's rumors it was taken to a base in Texas. And there's rumors that it was even taken to Area 51. It, why Atlanta? I, that We don't even know if it's in Atlanta. That's just one of the CDC. rumored spots. Yeah. Uh, CDC, maybe. Because... That's- yeah, that's what oh, yeah. that's where my mind went to when I first, but yeah. because it was just like something killed those people there. And I should also I should also mention this real quick. Uh, I forgot it at the end of this, but that recovery team wore biochemical suits for chemical weapons. Right. Okay, mm. not your standard little hazmat stuff that you see. These were biochemical suits that they wore. Which, once again, did they know this was coming? You know, maybe maybe that um, civilian aircraft wasn't actually a civilian aircraft. It yeah. was like a experimental military thing, and it was used as bait. Or maybe they tried to like intercept the object. Yeah, I, I think, think they knew. Went wrong. I think crashed into it. I don't think the radar operators were in on it. Mm-hmm. But I think how would they get the time the timing right? How would they get the timing right? Some kind of communication. Possibly. Possibly. Now, this is my weird theory. Is that when this happened, CIA knew it was coming. 
They knew that they were descending. They were probably going to meet on the Mexico border where the CIA or whatever intelligence agency could get in and out really quickly for this meeting. But what happened was the civilian aircraft came in, crashed into the object, sent it off course, and fucked everything up. Interesting. Yeah. So you think the CIA in this scenario, you think the CIA and the and the aliens are working together? Yes. I think there's some kind of like maybe they got some kind of transmission or some kind of information from a satellite that was just like, oh, they're on their way. They may not even be in cahoots, but they had the information that was there, possibly. And did they say how slow it was going? when it when the impact happened? no basically the basically what i what i've read is that it slowed down to about 2000 miles per hour and then just dropped off it just like disappeared and that's why they were just like the radar operators was like oh it's a meteor they didn't think anything of it hmm. <clears throat> okay so is there any anything left in the story or is that is that kind of... That's kind of it. Before I... Questions. Go. And ideas. Yeah. Uh, That's what this show's about. <laughs> now I'm thinking about... I don't know which one to go first, but... Um, okay. Statistical odds. <clears throat> real quick. You got one object moving 2,000 miles per hour. Mm -hmm. Okay. Slow, slow. That's slowed down. The 2,000 miles per hour... Mm -hmm. And then this passenger airline, and it was coming from a different direction, obviously, mm -hmm. had to intersect this object in open airspace, pretty much, mm -hmm. and just, I don't know. That, how fast, did they say, did they say how fast that... Uh, the the civilian aircraft was going? No, I do no. And th this is what's weird about that. <clears throat> is that they can't find a flight log for that civilian aircraft. Like, and they, the, the names of the occupants of that aircraft have never been revealed. Mm. Okay, so now I'm thinking more missile. Missile. Not, but why? Mm. Yeah. But, but wait. That's possible, yeah. <laughs> what happened to the wreckage of the plane? The wreckage of the plane. We blew it up. They yeah, just they, destroyed it. Yeah, they we they blew, blew up the up. yeah we blew up the civilian airplane. Also, <clears throat> oh, we did both that and the convoy. Yeah, the convoy and the remains of the airplane. The wreckage. We blew it up. Anything that came into contact with this object was destroyed. Basically. Yes. So okay. anything that was yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. So in that scenario, the CIA is working with them, having a meetup. Somehow, <clears throat> someone with some very precise—that's a f hell of a freak accident. Like I have trouble believing that could be an accident. Yeah. So how would you take over the civilian airline? And was it? Did it even exist? Yeah. Was it a missile? Was it some other sort of? other type of aircraft and and who who in that scenario <clears throat> who attack who's the one that attacked the vessel right exactly like uh, we can go by two things here we can go by we buy the story as is 
the a civilian aircraft hit it. It crashed, and we destroyed the wreckage. We take we take the story for what it is, but we're not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> I'm putting I'm putting simulations together in my head. Yeah. I got like a few a few different storylines yeah. going, and I'm like, okay, yeah, right, like, so now we're in this scenario. Yeah. yeah. So like my mine, you think it's a missile? In that scenario, I don't think. You'd ha- you couldn't pilot a plane coming in from another direction into an object going 2,000 miles per... I don't... I, I'm not, Obviously, I'm not a pilot, but mm-hmm. I, I just feel like that would be more difficult than it sounds. You only yeah. have one shot. You yeah, know? you only have That's, one shot at it. And you'd have to calculate that on the fly in your head. Mm-hmm. Like, no... But now, if we're talking, if this object puts off any sort of heat, and you have a heat-seeking missile, then that's just no problem, right? If mm-hmm. you manage to get it off, like a Stinger missile from the ground, air to uh, ground to air. But that would mean, that would imply, sorry, that would mean, that would imply that go. they knew what kind of object it was. Like, because how would they know it would generate heat? How would they know that the metal on it that was hardly damaged at all from the wreckage that we know of, if we take this story? verbatim mm-hmm. they how would they how would they even know what weapon to use like a heat-seeking missile because it, we don't know what the object's made out of did was there ever any information about mexico's side of this story the mexico basically there... mexico basically remains just as uh silent on it as we do uh basically okay. they're just like uh they don't talk about it well the other thing i was thinking was um a lot of countries secure their borders with, <clears throat> I don't know about Mexico at that time, but a lot of them secure their missile, their borders with some sort of um, ground-to-air missile systems mm-hmm. <clears throat> that would, I mean, I guess, obviously we don't know a lot about this object, but if it did put off heat, they may have triggered some sort of, you know, yeah, uh, some of those SAM sites or something. I mm-hmm. don't know. Would you- um, certainly possible yeah but i don't know i'm just trying to think about who would in that case it would have been mexico that would be the one that shot him down which would be kind of funny yeah (laughs) this story like no we want some of that technology you know yeah we want that technology yeah david what do you think um yeah the the precision is like the key thing it's like the key question mm-hmm. to figure out like, where did that come from. Yeah, it's so. Yeah, was do you know if there were any other reports of like other countries even receiving like weird radio signals? Or no, no. The oh, the so, only the only thing I know. Sorry, I got wicked cotton mouth. <laughs> um, <laughs> but. The only thing I know is the two stories uh, of our side and, like, what they tell us the Mexican side is. Yeah. The, Mexican, the Mexico reported another aircraft going down in the same area. I'm working on a theory, so um, yeah. I figure I'm going to let you guys, like, throw out more theories yeah. and I'm going to kind of, like, test the one in my head, too. So, so, I will give my theory. 
And it's going to be, it's going to basically be, we knew, maybe we were meeting with them, or maybe we just knew about them meeting with somebody else. Mm-hmm. And it goes down, ship goes down, like, hits the plane, and everybody's just like, oh, shit. And it's veered off course. So basically, they had to clean it up. The alien or whatever that was in there, maybe the inner whatever it was, used uh, got out of the ship when it was being hauled off, and psychic attack, psychic attack. Okay. That's what that's what took that's what took down the Mexican troops that were uh, taking care of this was a psychic attack. Okay. Yeah. If it's a yeah. Oh. I, was gonna say, I think certainly. Sorry, did they explain like sorry. the condition of the corpses? No, there's no, no, no okay. they're not going to oh, tell us okay. that. Yeah, well, that was one of my questions. Was there any autopsies or not? No, so. because we blew them up. <laughs> well, I mean, we could uh, still, well, we yeah. could still, you know, study the remains, but like anything that would be like, yeah, you're right, usable, we probably <laughs> destroyed because you know we didn't just go in there with a little kerosene and a couple and a matchbook. Yeah, you knew yeah. that recovery team. If they went in there with biochemical suits, you know they went in there armed with some heavy duty shit to blow up in- something that's going to be explosive and high enough heat to melt any kind of evidence, kill any kind of fingerprints, DNA, anything. And we're just getting just like the the thing about these stories when I read them. Is I always go into them thinking I'm just getting the top layer of cream. That very mm-hmm. top layer of cream. That's all they're going to give us. Yeah. Because yeah. there's probably so much more underneath there. They could have went in there with some kind of special weapons prepared for some for a fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're humming. <laughs> lay it on us. I'm or writing. David. I'm writing. Oh. David, <laughs> okay, lay it on me. Lay it on me. All right. I'm thinking yep. it's like a, like an alien drop pod sack. Mm-hmm. Like the like the Tyranids or something. Mm-hmm. You know, where they just like drop a initial set of like genetic material to start taking over a planet. Mm-hmm. And somehow the CIA figured that out. The CIA figured it out. Yeah, so you and that th- might explain like the biohazard. Yeah, so you think the CIA kind of just saved the day? That they stopped some sort I of mean, bad shit happening and took it down. That's that's the little benevolent uh, interpretation, but I mean, maybe could be they discovered something, got some insider tip from. I don't know. Galactic uh, Confederation or some mm-hmm. shit. I don't know. Um. <laughs> so that you would be working like somewhere in the same like mindset that I am that there's some sort of communication between our government and aliens. Yeah, like even if it was just like a info drop or something, and not like a you know back and forth. Like yeah, there's some kind of communication. Yeah, because I feel like uh, at least awareness. Yeah. And I also feel like other countries would have picked up on some weird radio signals, like especially, you know, very ordered mm-hmm. transmissions. So 
how would you you'd have to encrypt that somehow mm-hmm. if you're just tra- trying to talk to one particular entity like the mm-hmm. CIA mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and as for like the actual interaction between the object and the, the plane or whatever that was mm-hmm. uh, I don't know it could be a missile yeah. it could yeah, see, be like a, how would you I'm fly thinking, with a plane with that kind of accuracy you know yeah <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't. That's crazy. That's like throwing a baseball to hit someone else's baseball. They just threw. Yeah. Like, no, I agree with that. So. You, I mean, <laughs> it, it would take it would take a lot. It would be trapped. That's why it's so weird to me. Like, like that's why it's so weird to me. Is it? You're right. Like it had to be a freak accident to me. That's what where my mind's working is the CIA knew that something was coming and they had plans for it and we don't know where exactly it was supposed to land but civilian aircraft some dude just being like hey you want to come you want to come fly in my plane that I just bought <laughs> and then boom it's oh, no. it's a fucking unknown object veers it off course we don't know, we, but they the, the, the thing I read was occupants, so plural. Well, what are the specs on the plane? We don't know. They Nothing. We just know oh, that... They didn't a, say what type no, we don't know. Aircraft? We don't know what type of aircraft. All we know is an aircraft crashed. All we know is they said an aircraft crashed at the same time as this unidentified object crashed. Okay. An aircraft. An aircraft. That's a... A very double speak way of saying if you say that you you could basically be like that that's a way of lying without lying mm-hmm. uh, to me like if, if that is a missile right a mm-hmm. missile is a, an aircraft a <laughs> like, missile is a technically an aircraft they, you're right well that's how they spin things they, yeah. they talk between they lie like they lie but they do it in an, a very strategic way mm-hmm. you know so who knows that's very, it's too vague, and especially there's no details on what the craft was, how many occupants, how many occupants it holds, how mm-hmm. fast it was traveling. Yeah. yeah well, we know that it was traveling. We, 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 like, we don't know, but we the only thing we have in this equation is we know that it was traveling, like, the object was traveling at less than 2,000 miles after traveling much faster earlier. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe the plane existed. You don't believe the plane existed, um, so you think it's a no. missile? Yeah, it, there's. It just doesn't make sense. I mean, that seems to me like they're just, um, like I said, using kind of double speak to cover their mm-hmm. their rear end. Mm-hmm. Do you? Uh, the question is, what did they burn? I guess it would just been evidence of the missile in this scenario, at no. least. But hold on, um, I looked up something. So, uh. These the helicopters that went to retrieve it. There was more. They actually brought in more helicopters outside uh, the initial ones of the event of the recovery team. So that that adds in something else to my in my weird little uh, stone mind. Um, that 
They did know about it. They knew it was coming. There was some sort of plan. They had the vehicles ready to go over there and talk to them or communicate or trade with them or whatever. And then something went wrong and then they're fucking pivoting and they're calling in more helicopters. And the difference is, is these helicopters were more sand color. And it's been said that this aircraft crashed in the desert. And these helicopters are American helicopters, sand-colored, but unmarked, with no markings whatsoever of, like, United States Air Force or United States Army. They're unmarked. Hmm. I'm trying what to see. What was the total number of helicopters? So the original one was two Huey, no, four Hueys and a big Sea Stallion one. And they called in more, and they don't report where these aircrafts came from. The sources of these new aircrafts are unknown. So when they called in more, we don't even know where they came from either. Do we know how many at all? Let me see. The new one? The, the just says, one? It just says multiple, multiple here. Do you, so what do you think? Do you think there was a plane? Like, I'm curious just because I'm. I think it I is. A, I have another kind of leads. To I think that is, it is a, it is sci-fi comedy action. And by that, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> yeah, please, continue. <laughs> and by that, I think yeah. that, the, I think what I originally said, CIA knew. CIA was meeting with them. Airplane hits them. Oh, fucking shit. How do we solve this? And it is just some kind of weird buddy film. Weird buddy film? Yeah, it's a weird um, It's a weird sci-fi action comedy because it has all the elements of a sci-fi action movie with explosions and dead bodies and psychic alien vampires. But it all got veered off course because Bob decided he wanted to show Ned his new airplane. <laughs> all right so you're taking this sure. to this is actually a comedy now uh <laughs> that's just that's just where i'm working from that's where my brain worked when is i read this real version of like et phones like of et or something uh it is the asylum house version of et mm. maybe this was uh hollywood's first attempt at like a real space alien movie <laughs> Well, no, I mean, no, uh, Creative. there was a couple of alien movies before this, before this happened in 1974. Yeah. The original thing yeah. came out in the forties. Oh, true. Yeah. True. Yeah. 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 It's a good movie. I love that. I love that movie. I love both versions. <laughs> I think both versions are fantastic. Uh, did you like the 2011 one? The, I the didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it either. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't as good. No, it was, you were never going to beat Kurt, yeah. Kurt Russell and Keith yeah. David. You're just not going to. God, yeah. Uh, uh, man. Yeah. That movie, that monster, that, well, and actually there's a, a novel, a short novel, a short story called The Things. Mm-hmm. That is, do you remember the book Grendel that was uh, Beowulf written from the perspective of the monster Grendel? Mm-hmm. This yeah. is the same idea. It, it's a it's a free online. You can look it up. Um, but it is the things, and it's written from the perspective of the alien. Mm-hmm. And nice. it's 
very it's not doesn't take long to read very very worth it <clears throat> and it kind of gives you a creepy view into like a biological hive mind that absorbs other biological entities and what the hell that would even think like uh but definitely worth a read i don't know i guess i kind of <clears throat> i can I segue into my theory if you want yeah go for it all right well actually i do have a question one more yeah <clears throat> the, uh okay so on the cia david are you as much as they could be the good guys in this story like do you think I mean, there's a possibility that they're the ones responsible for shooting it down. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, like... Do That's you... very likely. I mean, we yeah. do kind of have that policy of shoot first, ask questions later. Yeah. No, I, I and the other option, the other option is they're meeting with it. Mm -hmm. Either way, they're prepared. That Yeah, uh, having that amount of equipment on hand Yeah. makes me just go that we're prepared. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I the extra helicopters. I would like to know how many and stuff like that. But <laughs> Let me because see. that also that tells you how prepared they were, right? Well, <laughs> like, I, well, like that's that's another part of my sci-fi action comedy is that what? they weren't prepared. They thought they were prepared. <laughs> they thought they were pre well, prepared in eighties fashion, and then oops, bad shit happens, and they're pivoting. And that's where, and that's why we get the unmarked helicopters. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I mean, action. lay it action on comedy. me. Sci-fi action comedy. This summer, <laughs> <laughs> come up with a title real quick. Well, an alien trash lands in Mexico. All right, um, all right. I'm actually gonna bring this back to the black goo. You're gonna bring this back to the black goo. Yeah, in a lot of the black goo modern mythos, it's viral mm -hmm. and intel and intelligent. Okay. So you think that's what killed him? Yeah, well, we'll get there. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's definitely what killed them. I think in this scenario, I think it's a, a scout ship mm -hmm. of some short, some some nature. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they were just checking out Trump's wall or something. I don't know. <laughs> Um, but a scout ship that's built very much like a drone, right? Mm -hmm. If you think about it in a very alien way, <clears throat> uh, actually a good, a good example of this would be in Battlestar Galactica and, uh, the, the, the fighter drones that the, the Cylon fighter drones, they were metal on the outside, but on the inside, they were like the thing. They were all flesh and organs and they mm -hmm. were these hybridized, like, biomechanical techno organic beings mm -hmm. that were ships like the phalanx yeah and, and they didn't and when you think about that that's not that different than the greys right the mm -hmm. greys are these biomechanical engineered organisms built that way for a reason so who's to say they don't build drone ships the same way and they just don't they just have different bodies with different intelligences because in and that's the other thing in Battlestar Galactica those drone ships had the intelligence of like very smart animals but not any free will of any anything close to it so maybe that's what they are mm -hmm. engineered things now getting back to the black goo the reason i would go so the black goo is living sort of 
or it's organic and viral in nature is living as a virus is because it's a weird undead undead thing because <clears throat> it's not really living it doesn't exactly reproduce it replicates it's very um it's very techno organic viruses in general are, are already are um they're very odd and very very robotic in nature so you know maybe i'm onto something uh but the this black goo type thing could be the organic compound <laughs> that kind of runs the ship. You know, maybe it's nanotechnology involved in it too, mm -hmm. but it could be some kind of uh, biological system, neural net of some sort, I don't know, that just runs these, um, these systems and maybe viruses is what it's based on. I don't know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but there is a common... A common thing about that, like modern mythos of the black goo that's formed, is, is that it is viral in nature. And in Prometheus, you really see that, right? And then, uh, and in the sequel too, um, where the black goo like infects them, right? Mm -hmm. That whole viral I idea behind it. <clears throat> and you know, even in that story, that was a part of this alien ship, right? Mm -hmm. That they had in those those uh, containers that got out and spread into the environment you know mm -hmm. and in that same kind of scenario if the same the substance that operates this let's say the scout ship this drone is extremely dangerous because if it does get into the environment <laughs> you know like what was the name of the sequel to prometheus um what was it can't remember you know what i'm talking about yeah, I know David. which one you're talking about. Covenant. Uh, alien Covenant. Covenant. Yeah, Covenant. Alien Covenant, yeah. yes. Thank yeah, you. Alien Covenant. Yeah. Alien Covenant. Covenant. Yeah. Yeah, the goo, the goo from the first movie had gotten into the environment when yeah. the ship crashed. And anyone that was there got infected. Now, if that were to happen and it wasn't cleaned up, you may be looking at a like a situation where a government would have to resort to nuking a site. Yeah. And covering that up, which that's a lot harder to cover up than uh, we shot down an alien. Well, either it shot down or it collided with another aircraft, whatever. whatever but that would happened. have to be that would have to be a very small nuclear missile, a very small nuke to clear that up. Yeah, they would. Right, exactly. If this is something that is extremely dangerous, because maybe it is nanotech, like a nanotech. So you don't sort, think that, like, do you think that there was anything even in the ship? Or do you think the ship was that? Yeah, like, it wasn't a ship. That was actually a living creature. It was the biomechanical, what you're talking about with the uh, black goo inside of it uh, being techno-organic. That, like, yeah. and it yeah. just, like, seeped its... Uh, it's goo out of its, uh, like, metal shell that was hardly damaged, even though hitting a goddamn airplane. Wait, but think about that. Think about that. If it's just hardly damaged, that's just enough for a little bit to seep out. Just another... Oh, yeah. In the True. truck, it would have spread and infected everything around it, in organic or otherwise, and the humans, boom, right there. Yeah. The reason I, want, I think it's biological... In nature, the risk, because it's the way it was covered up, it was covered mm -hmm. up with fire. Mm -hmm. That... If it was a chemical risk, if there was some sort of like dangerous compound that was part of the um, the ship that would be leaking out into the environment or mm -hmm. on the plane or something, yeah, they'd still use um, you know hazmat suits. But 
I don't but they think wouldn't you torch would just it. be like... But they wouldn't torch they wouldn't it. Torch it. I don't think. Well, yeah, that, I mean, I guess you, that, that's yeah, that's another thing is is like it was specific that these were suits meant for chemical warfare, like meant for like David, being chemical. David, <laughs> you're you're obviously the chemistry man. Um, yeah. Would you just be yeah. like, oh, strange alien chemical? Let me set it on fire, or because you don't know I, what the reaction? No, yeah, you wouldn't know what the reaction would be. You wouldn't know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For all they or know, they it could be like do. gasoline times a thousand. Well, or they mm-hmm. do know what they're doing. Or they, they do know, know what they're doing, they and they knew know. that the right amount of fire, right amount of charge, yeah. would eradicate whatever it was. So, like me and you were kind of like agreeing that there was some kind of knowledge that this was coming. Yeah, right. Because they knew how to cover it up, which means. Yeah. It's still the fire thing leads me to biological yet again, and and I guess we should just say biomechanical because it is it is if the if if the creation of this black goo intelligent organism is part organic and part like nanotechnology, which is why it's able to like, I guess, you just pour it into a ship mold and it probably just like connects to it and now it's a drone or something. I don't mm-hmm. know, kind of cool technology, I guess if you think about it that way. Um, but I think that it was not chemical uh, for sure. And then the other thing about Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the CDC. The CDC. Again. Right. But that's just one out. rumored place. So if you're going off this, you would say that they probably yeah. took it to Atlanta. Out of all the sites, they took it to Atlanta because of it being some kind uh, of bioorganic they, material. All, all the sites. Yeah. It could to, be all the sides. They could split up I mean, split up could, the pieces. Just been like, hey. And the sample. Yeah, it took like yeah. a yeah. couple samples to the CDC and maybe stashed the rest of it yeah. in like Area 51. That's what you do. To be scientifically accurate in your testing, you would split up your testing on multiple laboratories, right? If you <laughs> like Yeah. If you were trying to be really strict about your your uh your scientific method with <laughs> something, you would totally and you were just some I don't know, either deep pocket government organization or a corporation or both, you would, uh, yeah, you would definitely um, probably be very, very systematic in your, you know, analyzing these alien objects because of their value. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, sure, they could have sent it to all the above and places we don't know about, too. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but, Wait, hold on. You listed three locations, right? Yeah. Okay, because that's like with the with you know being they could have uh, sent something the rigorous, they could have yeah go on sorry well, like the rigorous testing is like you really need three at least to like really confirm something because you could do like two independent tests and be like well this could be just like a fifty fifty thing but when mm-hmm. you get like the third element in there like that you that's really when start it, narrowing stuff narrowing down. it down I gotcha or they could have um, shoot. No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Just wanted to say. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> no, what I think is maybe they they divvied it up. They were just like bio uh, bio organic material, like the goo, sent it to the CDC. Uh, let's find out what the fuck this metal is that can withstand a plane hitting it. Area fifty one, and then whatever is yeah. left is gets sent to the Texas base. That was rumored. Mm-hmm. How do we know it was the CIA that was involved? We don't, but. For for the like story's sake, I just assumed that it was the CIA. So this is just a black ops group of yeah. any kind. Yeah, 
they said most likely CIA. And it was American radar that spotted it first. It it could be a corporate PMC too. That's true, I mean, but they weren't yeah, popular back then. No, but I'm sure they I'm sure they existed. Oh yeah, I mean mercenaries have always existed. <laughs> yeah, mercenaries, but like in the current form that in the parameters that we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Being more I mean, than just, just being more than just a uh, you know, what you see in the movies being like a nefarious corporation that got tipped off or uh had a spy in the radar operations and just been like, "Hey, this is happening." Maybe oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Like I was gonna well, say, oh, go for it. What if they had a spy? What if it wasn't the CIA? What if they had a spy that had been reporting information to them, and they were expecting something, the the uh, corporation themselves, and mm-hmm. it's still a sci-fi action comedy, still same storyline. <laughs> Oops, plane hit the UFO. Fuck. Now I read something else interesting uh, while we were talking about that. Is uh. That this was actually, this route that the civilian aircraft was taking was actually a huge drug running route. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Like, so it could have been the CIA. Uh, sorry. Exactly. That? <laughs> yeah. that would add a whole new layer to the comedy of it to me. Of just like the CIA is sending uh, illegal drugs to uh, Central America. And then they wreck wait, into wait, the... Wait, wait. When was Bill Clinton governor of Arkansas? Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know, but I'll find out. I'm working on a, on a fake theory. You're working on an insane theory? Mm, a fake, uh, a fake uh, theory. He was... Uh, no, nothing. 1979? Yeah, he was attorney general of Arkansas in 77-79. He wasn't governor of oh, Arkansas yeah. until 1983. Yeah, I saw you. You're like, yeah. damn it, I can't connect the. I can't connect this the way I want to. I was gonna weave this all together. You were gonna weave it all together, and it all hinged on uh, at, at one of Epstein's buddies. Yep. God damn. Yeah. I was gonna say earlier before the. Uh, drug running route development was like if it was actually a pmc that would make for like an even better movie story yeah yeah better story story. because like well what if the pmc's like realized what they got and decided to go rogue and then that's why the cia or whatever government agency came in just like nuked it all to hell yeah oh god god. so david's on action movie like thriller action movie like uh yeah, thriller. Yeah, like yeah, horror, you're on thriller. Yeah. Kind of thing. yeah. Are you are you doing horror too, or are you just doing thrilling and like? Oh hell yeah! Because just... I mean, if they're coming in with hazmat suits and like flamethrowers and they're uh, so... torching, mm-hmm. if we're going with like okay. the black goo mm-hmm. thing, yeah, this is like mm-hmm. a total David, thriller. Are you? Are, do you agree with me? Do you think it's a um, organic viral thing, given how they covered it up, or something it dangerous biologically? Be. I think, yeah. It's it's hard to say. I think it's like I'm like leaning in that direction, but again, if they kind of knew what they were getting into and they knew they could just like torch it, 
yeah. you know, and it wouldn't like explode in a huge, you know, leave a huge crater or something. Um, they would have had that information no matter what. So it didn't mm-hmm. have to be organic in that case. But I think it's like a gut reaction. Like even if they knew it was organic, they still would have brought the same thing. Um, Here's another thought. Go on. Also, it's like that... alien material. So they would have brought their like, you know, best equipment for it no matter what. Yeah. The black goo can... Okay, another... I, I like connecting these to, like, popular fiction tropes because I think often that's how disclosure happens. Especially when when certain ideas become kind of popularized in the hive mind, you know, of humanity. So another trope is ships that are grown, which is kind of like those ships from Battlestar Galactica. But uh, another example is, like, in Farscape and then Stargate Atlantis, there's these aliens, the Wraith... Mm-hmm. Who are these vampiric entities that suck the life out of humans? Which sounds a little too familiar. Uh, but they uh, they grow their ships, and the outside is like impenetrable and like stronger than any you know known metals and stuff because it's some weird ass techno organic thing. And uh, what if that that goo is just like it's blood or something? Yeah, that, that's kind of what I was going with uh, when you start talking about it in the first place. That that the ship is alive. The ship is actually the there was alive. no occupant. And grown. The, yeah, and, and, grown. and grown. Yeah, there was no occupant inside that metal husk. It's yeah. it is alive. It is sentient. Gross. Gross. Yeah, but not like too sentient. Not too but, sentient. Yeah. Um, it's a heavy load again. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of creepy to think about. So I'm going more horror story slash mystery thriller. David's taking an action bent, and you're doing action comedy. Action so sci-fi, like comedy. sci-fi comedy. Action sci-fi comedy. Uh, I After we do this, I am going to write a treatment. I'm going to smoke more weed and do another treatment. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think it's a winning genre whenever we started film production again. If that ever happens, mm-hmm. I do love that genre, though. I love sci-fi, horror, action. Like Aliens is yeah. probably one of the. You best just have to add comedy. Time. You have to add comedy to it now. And they do. They Game do. Superman, but I want the. I want this to be the weirdest buddy story ever. Who's your actors? Who's the main? The I don't know. I, th- I kind of want to go with some no names because I clearly don't have the budget to pay for <laughs> anybody. <laughs> I would have already if read this goddamn idea, screenplay. If you, it if you make it weird enough and throw in a re- couple references to like um, Xenu, oh you could probably get Tom Hanks on board. Not Tom. Yeah. Hanks, Not Tom, Tom Hanks. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Well, that one. It, this could be like uh, that movie and Community that Chang does for Abed. You know the. The the space detective. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was a, what what's my motivation? It's gonna be that level of quality of acting. <laughs> and then, then David goes on to become the ham girl guy. <laughs> and David, you need to watch the rest of Community to know what I'm talking about. Yeah, so. I need to watch that. That's no. Ah. Uh, I think that doesn't uh, sound like something that fits me. Just saying. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Psychic vampires. 
psychic vampires. Psychic vampires. Which, again... There was an occupant in the ship. Psychic vampires. And the occupant is still at large. They don't know what the fuck happened to it. He is wandering... Mm. Whatever the fuck it is, is wandering the deserts of Mexico. And he anytime he co- and anytime he comes across a psychic vampire attack, that's why nobody's ever heard of it. He, he they either kill it, kill their minds, or erase them. Hell. Okay. This sounds sort of like an evil alien version of the show Kung Fu with <laughs> David uh, Sheridan, yeah. but um, hell, we don't know what the alien looked like. When did when did Kung Fu come out? Oh, we know what it looked like. Well, we know what David Car- we know what David Kerrigan looked like. Yeah, hold on. Hold on. What if? What is that crazy city in California? Slab Town. Slab Town. Yeah. What David Kerrigan looked like. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. What if? What is that crazy city in California? Slab Town. Slab Town. Yeah. What if he lives there? Because yeah. I mean, that would be like the perfect place. Like no one would no, ever know. Uh, right. Yeah. No one would ever know. I mean, Slabtown literally has, like, what, like an East Jesus Mountain or something? Mm-hmm. Like, it's literally on the map. Mm-hmm. There's no way anyone would know if, you know, there were fucking aliens there. Yeah, no, no one would no know. law enforcement. No. A lot of bad things happen there, though. Yeah. Bad. Maybe, yeah. maybe, like maybe the psychic vampire alien is a crime lord there. We don't know. Just He's just like, like shit. I can't get back to my home because these stupid assholes took my fucking ship. <laughs> I just walked away to take a piss, and then they blew up everything. Shit. <laughs> it's one of those like those clunker ships. Yeah, he, yeah. It was like a fucking cheap ship, and he was just here, you know, you know, just sightseeing. And then he's just like. He wrecks. He's and he, and he goes to take a piss. And the next thing you know, uh, Mexico is taking his uh, his ship and putting on a flatbed. So he follows them. Psychic vampire attacks them. Americans come, and he's just like, "Fuck, this is." Or he has to go pee again, and then he comes back. And he's like, "Motherfucker, my ship's gone. Now I can't get back." And now he is in Slab City as a criminal overlord. Using his psychic vampire powers to erase anybody's memory. And that's why law enforcement doesn't come there. So he's like the silence from uh, Doctor Who. Yes. Uh, Do you remember that at all? David, look up a picture of the silence from Doctor Who. It is creepy as hell. Do it. It's amazing. This is how he looks. Oh, shit. Yeah, suit and all, crazy as fuck. He's like Could slender man combined with a gray. Yeah, there yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah, that's but they, that's that's slender what man. they did in uh, Doctor Who. They like anytime you would see them, if you looked away, your memory would be wiped. Yeah, no. of, oh, of like your perception of them. Yeah, yeah, no. that's how no. they maintain their um, their anonymity. Yeah, yeah. crazy. So, alien being is wandering around mm-hmm. the desert still, or it's in Slab City, and it's just erasing anybody's perception of them the minute it comes across it. Okay. All because he left his I'm ship gonna... for five minutes. Oh, oh, wait, no, this was the 70s. So, the actually, I was getting more of an Incredible Hulk TV show vibe, you know? The dun, 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 dun. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe the alien's a screenwriter, and... <laughs> 
or Maybe. just feeding his uh, feeding his ideas to a human to make some cor- some sort of profit. They have like a handshake agreement. He was just like, I had a handshake agreement to deal with the CIA, but fuck. Do you remember that Stargate? That was in Stargate as well. That mm-hmm. Trump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and that alien that became a movie producer. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that it's the truth. It's a slow softening up, so that the alien that crashed in in Mexico can reveal itself to be like, I've been here all the time, and I've written several Oscar-winning pictures. Which means he's in Hollywood. Which of means- course. Tie it together. Uh, Danny DeVito. Means Danny, Danny DeVito. DeVito. Hey, I would no, take it. I would wait. fucking take it. I thought you were going to go darker who's, there. Who's, <laughs> who's the weirdest? I don't know. DeVito gets pretty dark and always sunny, but... Yeah. Uh, who's the weirdest movie producer? I don't know. Oh, man. Ron, Howard. Just... Ron Howard. Ron Howard. It's Ron Howard. Mm. So... Da, 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 da. Yeah. yeah, Opie was. Right. I like I like your story. It's good. Good. <laughs> he needs to have a uh, a villain like, uh, uh, the redeemed villain arc for the, the next, redeemed for villain the arc for the sequel. Yeah, he starts using his powers for good and becomes a detective, or something. I don't know. Something he's got to <laughs> redeem his his past. Yeah. What would they call the original movie? Like, all I wanted to do was take a piss, but now my spaceship's gone. Dude, where's yeah. my spaceship? Dude, where's my spaceship? Dude. Where's my spaceship? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> so, and the second one's a buddy cop movie. Yeah, and the second one's a buddy cop movie. Yeah, mm. team up with, yeah. a, with a racist human mm-hmm. uh, cop. And through their journey together, they discover the love of that transcends all species in space and then the giant and then the giant black goop accidentally leaves his body and kills his buddy they hug and then like due to his porousness because i'm just going to assume the alien is very porous and next thing you know (laughs) uh human body cop fucking very moist human body cop dead And he's just like, no! And now he wanders the desert like Kung Fu. Waiting to redeem himself. Well, no, so it, all, it, came, all, it came back around, right? Mm-hmm. So in the sequel, he Life is just this a disc. This, I know, it's a, it's a cycle, right? <laughs> it's a cycle. So he just goes through this, he gets this whole redeem, re- redemption arc. Mm-hmm. And he comes out of it in person, but then the very person that helped him redeem himself and he helped redeem as well, then dies due to, his own, due to his own negligence of his own power, and he has to go off back back into wandering the world. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. It, be- it ends where it began. I mm-hmm. think you've got a story here. I think you need to get on mm-hmm. it. I think you need to start writing. That story. Not writing. I like that it. story. You've got, you got two arcs. For two, two, yeah, two, two arcs. Mm-hmm. And then we can make it a... a uh, you know, trilogy and a trilogy. We're, we're everyone loves money. trilogy. Everybody loves trilogies. Yeah. I agree. Trilogies, yep. and then make it into a miniseries a couple years later. Yeah, yeah. Just make it yeah. into a miniseries on HBO, and ten years yeah. after that, yeah, just keep on mm-hmm. recycling it. That way, we keep yeah. the rights, and like, they're not stolen from us. Exactly. You exactly. gotta keep using them. You yeah. gotta keep using them. Got to just add a few more spokes, maybe you know. Don't forget merchandising. You gotta have the merchandise. <laughs> 
Maybe like retcon a couple of uh, yeah. characters. Yeah, retcon a couple of characters. Uh, you know, if it's made years later, it like somebody will find something problematic with it, and we'll have to change that to make it uh, palatable to the next generation. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. Uh, there'll be some new outrage. I mean, the racist cop is already going to be controversial. I know, but especially right now. I feel like it's important. Well, that's why That's why the alien hugs him after the cop redeems well, himself. The poorest alien. You don't understand. I mean, it's symbolic, okay? It's symbolic. It's... <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to fake this, but I can't. You can't no. do it. You can't I can't even it. I can't even act that. No. Yeah. No. It's too much. I like how we just came up with an insane um insanely awesome storyline for two movies and man why aren't we famous yet? Why what are we doing? This is our breakout moment. This right is here. our breakout moment. Right here, right now? Yeah, yeah, right here, right, right, now. right now. It only goes damn. up from here. It only goes up. <laughs> God, I hope so, because it's looking pretty <laughs> goddamn dark. <laughs> please, David. Please, tell me that's true. <laughs> yeah, please tell us I that that's that fucking true. <laughs> yeah. Do you see the future, David? <laughs> I mean, <Tell> me. maybe. <laughs> no, I think things I have will get seen it. Yeah. It's gonna get a little a little worse before it does. Yeah. 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 Well. Definitely. We're at an hour eight. I think I'm gonna title this, uh, "Dude, Where's My Spaceship?" Perfect. And uh, yep. or say it's a sci-fi action uh, comedy documentary. Mm-hmm. Documentary <laughs> now. It's a documentary. Be filming. You gotta add everything. A Make it a mockumentary. A mockumentary. So it's like <laughs> like Cloverfield. You know? mm-hmm. It's made to look like a documentary, like a found footage documentary. Oh, yeah. that could be like the style of the first movie. Yeah, the that could be the footage. style, and then they make the other one with John Goodman, and it's pretty good. And they make a third one that nobody fucking watches because it was.